You know, I, should, I know Miss Carolyn talked about angels. I didn't have a chance to listen to yet what she ministered on, but, but I'm not necessarily going to just deal with angels this morning, but I want to deal with the Christmas story or the story of Christmas. You know, um, I'll be ministering this week, next week, in the first service on the 23rd, and then Dr. Savell will be doing the 11 o'clock service on the 23rd. And I want to be talking about the story of Christmas and dealing with some things the Lord put on my heart. And it all ties into the word that Dr. Savell was given for 2019. You want to say it with me? Marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. Let's say it one more time. Marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. Leader Roy, I want you to come here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mickey, stand up with him. Wasn't planning on this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Let your peace rest on this couple. I speak forth healing and wholeness in this body. It was gone once, it will be gone again. You were healed of cancer once, you'll be healed of cancer again. You are every bit whole in the name of Jesus. I speak life in you and through you. You are a child, a son of Abraham. And I declare, as Jesus did in Luke 13, that you are loosed from this infirmity. Every bit whole. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Strength, strength, strength in him. Mm. You don't leave here till you're satisfied. Thank you, Father. Peace over him, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. See, that word came through Dr. Savell, and whether the word comes through a prophet, whether it comes through an Old Testament prophet, or it comes through an angel, what, what's happening? What, what's what's happening? That's why it's so important to not take the word of God for granted. That's why it's so important to not let society, society, progressive thinking, take away the authority of the word. Because the moment that you allow to look at this as a history book or something that was just something that that was that was once. Then what happens is you short circuit your ability to receive its life changing properties. It says where the word is, the word is, is there's life and health to all your flesh. And the word was written as, as, as the Holy Spirit came upon them, they wrote. Right? So what, you, what we're seeing, we're seeing things that came from God through the Holy Spirit, through men of God. Written by over 40-some authors, written over a 1,500-year period of time, but yet it still makes, it all makes sense and blends together. Man, this word is magnificent. So when you, when you really receive the, the understanding of the, the word, because what, what you're receiving when you, this word came through the Holy Spirit, through men, what are you reading? You're reading about the will of God. You're reading about God's will for humanity. You're, you're reading about his, his, and how he created things, how he made things, his plan for, his plan for man, his plan for man, in, in, which in the past, in the present, and in the future, his plan for humanity. You're seeing God's will. So when you hear prophets or you read about prophets, or you hear things of angels, what are you hearing? You're hearing what God's will is in the earth. 
the story of Christmas. It's not just a, I don't celebrate a a, a pagan holiday. I I don't look at it as a pagan holiday. I look at it as the the time that my savior was born into the earth. And and whether it was in December or whether it was in the spring, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Don't get into debates whether, well, Jesus really was born in April or he was really, it doesn't matter. Who cares when he was actually born? Don't debate people on Facebook. Well, you shouldn't celebrate Christmas. Well, do, do, do what you want to do. I don't need making a God out of, out of a holiday. I, I, and, and I, but at the same time, I want to make sure that you don't get caught up in, the, up, in the, up in the pressure of what's going on around you. Because there, there's a story of Christmas. There's a story of a Savior. You see, when, when, when God spoke through Dr. Savell, marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God. And I was thinking about the Christmas story. I was thinking about, wow, the Christmas story is a story of marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God. We, we have a nativity here. And I mean, I'm telling you, that is a marvel and a wonder and an extraordinary manifestation of the greatness of, of God, right? When you, when you think about Jesus born in a manger, you are seeing the manifestation of the greatness of God in the earth. And, but yet it was prophesied long before it ever happened. In Isaiah chapter seven, Isaiah chapter seven, verse 14, it says this, you don't need to turn there. It says, therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and call his name Emmanuel. So here the prophet is speaking. God comes upon the prophet and he's speaking something a couple thousand years before it takes place. And he says, there's a virgin that's going to be born and his name is going to be Emmanuel. If you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew 1. If you don't have your Bibles, let me ask you a question. Why? Well, you always put it up on the screen. I understand that, but you need need to look at the word. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 1, so so this, this word came through a prophet, right? And what was he declaring? Marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God. That through a virgin, man, that's a marvel right there. That's a wonder right there. And Emmanuel, that's, that's the manifestation of the greatness of our God. Emmanuel, God with us. And I haven't forgot about synergy. God with us. Amen. The Christmas story is a story of synergy. <laughs> Amen. But look here, look, look here in verse 19 of Matthew 1. It says, then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So we see a prophet declaring something, and now we see angel. Angels were sent to declare something. The angels don't speak of their own will. The angels, when they declare something on behalf of God, they're declaring God's will. Amen. And so what did they declare? What did, what did the angel declare? And he shall bring forth a son and thou shall call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. The original language here is, it could also be Yeshua, could be Joshua. And what was Joshua? Joshua was represented from bringing people out of, out of the, the wilderness and bringing them where? Into a promised land. So here, so his name shall be Jesus. If you read it in the Amplified, it says the the Greek form of the Hebrew word Joshua, which means Savior, which means Savior. So here, this angel was sent to declare something with marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God. And he was declaring that this Jesus would be what? A Savior. I'm telling you, this story of Christmas. The story of Christmas, it goes down in, in verse 23. It says, and behold, a virgin shall be with child. 
So now you have an angel declaring this to Joseph. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted as God with us. You see, the story of Christmas is a celebration. Devor is a celebration. Oh, I sure did enjoy watching you, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is a celebration. What, what, it's a celebration of his presence in the earth. Let me say it again. What is the story of Christmas? It's a celebration of his presence in the earth. I, I don't see a baby in a manger. I see the fact that, that a savior left heaven, came to earth to be God with us. The Christmas story, it's a celebration of his presence. Say that with me. The Christmas story is a celebration of his presence with us. He's Emmanuel. It was declared. It was prophesied. It was declared and it was prophesied that his name shall be Emmanuel. Came through a prophet and it came through angels to Joseph. Oh, and he shall be Emmanuel. It's a celebration of his presence with us. Let's go to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Thank you, Father. You're faithful. It's so good to be, be home. I love ministering outside, but I know when I'm here, this is family. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Man, the story of Christmas is a celebration. Thank you, Father. In Luke chapter 2, verse 8. Thank you, Father. It says, and there were... And it says, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said, who said? See, what is it? remember, what does a prophet do, and what does an angel do? They declare the will of God in the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Marvels, wonders. And extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God. When you hear and you see in the writing of angels speaking or prophets speaking, it's always wanting you to look at something. To look at what God wants to do. What does God want to do in your life today? What does he want to do in your family? What does he want to do in your finances? So here the angel is speaking. Look, it says, and the angel said... Angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone about them. And verse 10, and the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. So the angel's declaring what? Good tidings of great joy to all people. Hallelujah. Good tidings of great joy to all people. This, this is to all people, Art. All people, it, it, it's not a, there's not a color associated, there's not a race associated, there's not a financial status associated with this. This says to all people, good tidings of great joy to all people. Meaning what he's, what this angel is declaring should make you happy. This should make you happy. The, the Christmas story is a, is a celebration of his presence. It, it's a celebration. Why? Because the story that's being released is about to making you happy. This is good tidings of great joy for all people. Great. See, our lives should be marked by great joy because of this story. If your life isn't marked by great joy, then you might not understand the true story. See, the angel's releasing God's will in the earth. And this is good tidings of great joy for all people. Verse 11, for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior. Now, if I had the time, we could go back and look at Isaiah chapter nine. And here we see through the prophet again, it says what? Unto us, a child is born. 
unto us a son is given. So what? Through a prophet delivered what God's will in the earth. Now we see an angel now speaking almost the same message. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Verse 14. Glory to God in the highest. Read this with me. Verse 14. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. See, this is the message. The message and the story of Christmas. It's a celebration of his presence. But secondly, what I want you to see this morning, it's a celebration of his goodness. It's a celebration of his goodness. Say that with me. It's a celebration of his goodness. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. God's not out to get you, my friend. God's not your enemy. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus, I have come that you have, might have life and have it in abundance. It's this, it's a, it, this is a story of his goodwill towards all men, his, his goodness towards all men. It's a celebration of his goodness. Go to Titus chapter 3. Titus chapter 3. Hallelujah. A celebration of his goodness. Thank you, Father. Titus chapter 3, verse 4. I'm going to read the Amplified. It says, But when the goodness and loving kindness of God, our Savior, to man appeared. Now listen, but when the goodness and loving kindness of God, our Savior, to man appeared. Let me read it one more time. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God, our God, our Savior to man appeared. Do you, do you see that? See, when did the when did this goodness appear? When did the goodness show up right here? You see, it says, but when the goodness and love and kindness of God, our Savior to man appeared. See, when Jesus showed up, God's goodness showed up. See, that's the story of Christmas. It's a celebration of his goodness. It's a celebration of his goodness. As you go through this season in this time of year, I, I know you may have a lot of pressures on you. I, I know there could be some things associated with this season that may not be that, that comforting to you. There could be family that's not at the table. There could be disappointments that you've experienced. There could be situations that you've gone through. There could be things that have come up, but, but I want you to understand it's, it, it, it's a, this holiday season. Don't get caught up in everything around you, but get caught up in the fact that it's a celebration of God's presence. Get, get caught up in the fact that it's a celebration of his goodness. Go to Psalms 145. Receive the revelation of his goodness. Thank you, Father. Psalms 145. Thank you, Lord. Verse 8, King James says, The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. Let me read that again in verse 9. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. Don't get caught up in all the works of creation but what about you? Are you the work of his hands? The Lord is good to all. You see, the Christmas story is a story and a celebration of the goodness of God in your life. So with marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. One of the places we went um, to in... Um, 
when we were in Kenya. We went to one of the schools. It was school was called Kiambu, and there was um, there was about four to five hundred people. And we got done our meetings, and there was still more kids that were just showing up. And uh, and as we were going through there. I mean, great, amazing service, great, great, man, great encounters with God. But then on that Sunday, a lot of us, we went to the church, and then we had another group that went to, um, went to back to the school and taught, and they, and they came back saying something, and, and I hadn't heard this before, but, but I, I want us to do it this morning, all right? You know, we know the phrase, God is good all the time, you know, and all the time, God is good, Right? Now, now this is how they do it. Now, let's do it together. God is good, all the time. God is good, all the time. And they would say this: "That's His nature." And they'd go, "Wow!" All the kids. So think of think of five hundred teenage kids doing this. God is good all the time. All the time. God is get good. That's His nature. Wow. You know, you know, it was, it was, it was so, I mean, I wish I was there to hear them, but they said, you know, it was your parents when they were there and, and they were like, man, they just came back excited because let's do it again. God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. That's his nature. Wow. I think we need to do it one more time. I like that. God is good. All, all the time, all the time, God is good. That's his nature. Wow. See, that's, that's the story of Christmas. It's a celebration of his goodness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's his nature. Wow. See, if his nature doesn't wow you yet, you don't know him. Got to get closer to him. Got to get closer to him. Man, getting closer to him, you'll be wowed by him. Hallelujah. It's a celebration of his presence. It's a celebration of his goodness. And I got one more point I want to I want to unpack before we close. Let's look here in Psalms 145, verse three. I'm going to read this in the ampli- in the message. Psalms 145, verse three in the message. They'll put it up on the screens. It says this: God is magnificent. He can never be praised enough, and there are no boundaries to His greatness. Let me read that one more time in the message. It says, God is magnificent. That's wow. <laughs> God is magnificent. He can never be praised enough, and there are no boundaries to his greatness. No boundaries to his greatness. Let's look at uh, Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Father, I thank you for ministering to every heart in this place. Hallelujah. I thank you for healing flowing up and down every aisle. I thank you, Father, in the encouragement of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Raising expectations. Hallelujah. In Isaiah 40, verse 25. Wish I had time to unpack this whole chapter, but... But just let's, let's get a hold of this. Verse 25 in the Amplified, it says, To whom then will you liken me, that I should be equal to him, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high and see. God wants you to see something. Lift up your eyes on high and see. Who has created these? He who brings out their host by number and calls them all by name. Through the greatness of his might and because he is strong in power, not one is missing or lacks anything. See, this is God's will for you. 
This is God's will for you, and this is God's will for me. I'm going to read that again. It says, lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these. He who brings out their host by number and calls them all by name. So I believe here he's talking about the creation of the stars. Who brings them all their host by number and calls them all by name through the greatness of his might. Through the greatness of his might. Through the greatness of his might. What did the message say? There's no boundaries to his greatness. The word greatness here means mighty acts. Mighty acts, Vic. Through the greatness of his might. Through his mighty acts. And because he is strong in power, not one is missing or lacks anything. He's talking about the host that he created and the things that he created because of his greatness and because of his strength. Everything I created, not one of them is missing anything and not one of them is lacking anything. See, this is God's word for you this morning. The story of Christmas is about his greatness manifesting in the earth. It's about his presence in the earth. It's about his, his goodness in the earth. And it's a, about his greatness in the earth. Or you could say it's about his power in the earth. So it says he is strong in power. Not one is missing or lacks anything. I declare that over you. I declare that over every single person in here. I declare that over you. I declare it over your children. I declare it over your finances. I declare it over your, your job. I declare, hallelujah, because of his greatness and because he's strong in power, not one of you is missing or lacking anything. Now, now you can receive that and, and you can rejoice in that, but yet walk out of here and yet say, but God doesn't care about me because that's, that's what, what he deals with right in the next verse. He says, why, O Jacob? He's saying, he's saying my, I, I'm great and, and I'm strong. And because of that, no one is missing or lacking anything. He's saying, so why Jacob? Why Jacob? Who is Jacob? It's, it's talking about us. It's talking about the church. He goes, why Jacob do you say so Jacob is saying something. Jacob is declaring something. Why, O oh Jacob, do you say and declare, O oh Israel, my way and my lot are hidden from the Lord, and my right is passed over without regard from God? So he, what, what is he saying? He's, saying? he's trying to correct what they're saying. He's trying, and, and, and you have to ch- correct what you're saying by what you're believing. What's in your heart about God? Because what's in your heart about God is what you're speaking about God. So I can stay here. I can pump you up. I can encourage you. And we can all say it's his nature. Wow. But yet walk out of here and say, why does not God not, not here? Why has God passed over me? God hasn't passed over you. If you're still here, realize he's not done yet. If you're still here, there's still a plan and there's still a future. If you're still here, he can restore. If you're still here, hallelujah, the great, your greatest days are ahead of you and not behind you. So God was, the prophet was speaking and saying, this is what he does. But then behind it, the people were saying, why does this happen? Why has God passed over me? The next verse says, have you not known have you not heard? He's speaking, to, he's speaking to the wrong mindset here. He's speaking to the mindset that says, why has God failed me? And why has God left me? He says, have you not known? Have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth? It says, he does not faint or grow weary. And there's no searching of understanding. Now get this. He gives power to the faint and weary. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. Hallelujah. Change your mindset. Change your belief system. Change how you see God. Because he says, have you not known? Meaning you need to work on your knower. If you're having a wrong mindset and and, and you're discouraged constantly day in and day out, means you don't know enough yet. And you need to get with the one. 
Have you not known? Have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth? He does not faint or grow weary. He doesn't faint or grow weary. He doesn't faint or grow weary. He doesn't faint or grow weary. There's no searching of understanding in what he gives power to the faint. And weary and to him who has no might, he increases strength. See, this is a celebration. The story of Christmas, it's a celebration of his presence. It's a celebration of his goodness. And it's a celebration of his power. He gives power to the faint. Let's go to Luke chapter 1. And I'll start to close with this. Luke chapter 1. Verse 29. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Actually, verse 26. It says, Now in the six months after that, the angel, Gabriel, was sent from God to a town. It was an angel. And what is an angel? What do prophets do? They declare the will of God in the earth. It says, to a girl never have been married and a virgin engaged to be married to a man whose name was Joseph, a descendant of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Hail, O favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you before all other women. But when she saw him, she was greatly troubled and disturbed and confused at what he said and kept revolving in her mind what such a greeting might this mean. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found grace with God. And listen, you'll become pregnant and will give birth to a son and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his forefather David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob throughout the ages. And of his reign, there will be no more. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob. Verse 34, and Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I have no intimacy with a husband? The angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you like a shining cloud. And so the holy, pure, sinless thing, offspring, which shall be born of you will be called the Son of God. And listen, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is now the sixth month with her who was called barren. And verse 37, for with God, nothing is ever impossible. See, the angel was declaring the will of God and declaring the nature of God. What did he declare here? For with God, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. When a prophet declares something, when the angel declared something, don't try to figure out how it's going to work. Or how it's going to happen. Or how God's going to do it. All things are possible. All things are possible to him that believes. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26 says, with God all things are possible. Mark chapter 9 says, all things are possible to him that believes. And here it's saying, for with God nothing is ever impossible. Marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God. Don't that, let that become just a, just a familiar statement. But mix your faith with it. Because it says, with God, nothing is ever impossible. And no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. The story of Christmas is a celebration of his presence. It's a celebration of his goodness. And it's a celebration of his power. Let's look at verse 49. This is now Mary speaking. It says, for he who is almighty, for he who is almighty has done great things for me. And holy is his name. And his mercy. Man, 
For he who is almighty. This is Mary's declaration. And it was written down for you and I. For us to receive something. For he who is almighty has done great things for me. And holy is his name. Then she says, and his mercy is on all those who fear him with godly reverence from generation to generation and age to age. He has shown strength and made might with his arm. He has scattered the proud and the haughty in and by the imagination and the purpose and design of their hearts. 52, he has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of low decree. He has filled and satisfied the hungry with good things. And the rich he sent away empty-handed. Verse 54. He has laid hold of his servant Israel to help him in remembrance of his mercy. I want to I close with this, this scripture here. He has laid hold of his servant Israel. He started off talking about to the servant Jacob. But yet when Mary declares it, she changes it to Israel. Thank you, Father. He has laid hold of his servant Israel to help him. That word help there means support. It means someone that brought benefits on behalf of someone else. And so it says here, it says, he has laid hold of his servant Israel to help him. In remembrance of his mercy. See, he remembers his mercy. And because he remembers his mercy, he's here to help you today. He's here to help you today. I used to brush over the scripture. And the Lord, this scripture just really went off on the inside of my spirit. That that Mary is declaring that God is here to help you today. She says that this is from generation to generation. And, and this help this, it's support the, that he's here to support you today. He's here with his benefits today. What do you need this morning? See, the Christmas story, it's a celebration of his presence. It's a celebration of his goodness. And it's a celebration of his power. And Mary said, the servant Israel, you and I, he's here to help you. Why? Why, does he, why is he here to help you? Why is he here to help, help us? Because he remembers his mercy. Thank you, Father. He remembers his mercy. That's the story of Christmas. He's here to help you because his mercies are new every morning. Everyone stand to your feet. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We praise you, Father. Fill every home this holiday season, this Christmas season. That even in the midst of our traditions and the things that we do as families, all the parties we have to go to, whether it's for work, whether it's family, whether it's friends, church, whatever it is, that as we go about, we wouldn't forget about the marvels the wonders and the extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. That as we look at this and walk through this season, that we'd be overwhelmed. That from time to time, by direction of the Holy Spirit, we would stop and celebrate 
we'd stop and celebrate your presence that invaded humanity. Then we'd stop and we'd celebrate your goodness. And then we'd stop and we'd celebrate your greatness and your power. thank you for Mary's prayer Mary's song how the mother of Jesus gave us some insight that gave us in a revelation that throughout generation to generation because he remembers his mercy he is here to help and here to support I'm not going to give into the pressure and the fact knowing that we have another service at 11 o'clock. You say, Pastor Justin, I, I, I'm really been in a place of despair or discouragement. I feel like giving up, throwing in the towel. Maybe it's maybe it's a sickness within your body. Maybe it's a situation in your marriage. But whatever it is, I I want you to come forward. Come forward quickly. Quickly come forward. Hallelujah. He's here to help you today. It says he Gives power to the faint. Let your peace flow in this place. Let the anointing fill every space. Let the anointing flow with your goodness. And let strength fill every face. Let your power fill this place. And your glory shine on every face. Let your peace Come upon them and give strength. power to the faint. He gives strength. Strength. I speak strength over you. 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 
He binds up the brokenhearted. He binds up the brokenhearted. Celebration, celebration of his presence. Celebration of his goodness. A celebration of his greatness and power. Someone here is have, have a pain just kind of shooting down your hip, down around your, your leg. If that's you, just come forward real quick. I'm not going to hit you on your hip, Cassie. <laughs> Rick, you can come hit her on your hip. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just place your hand on her hip, Rick. It's coming down on your head. Elena, no. Oh, Rama, Mama, Mama, Day, 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 H, D, C. Jogo, Bobo, Go, Shoko, So. Elama, Mama, Mande, Legay, Day, 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 Gishto, So, Kote. So, Zede, Day, Day, Boko, Shoko, So. Delema, Handele, Boko, Shika, Da, 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 Hallelujah, thank you, Father. such a sweet presence in this place hallelujah just just take a minute minute to to minister to one another we're a church family hallelujah we're laborers together with God hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Oh, let your presence fill this place. I heard someone say, you know, well, well, Pastor Justin, I've never been to a church where that's happened. And I've never really known or sensed the power of God before. If you never sensed the power of God before, I want you to come up here right now. And I'm not going to hit you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to you sense and know the presence of God in a, in, a, in a way you've never sensed it before. Just step out, step out of the aisle and come. Oh, you're faithful, you're faithful, you're faithful, you're faithful. You are faithful, you're faithful, you're faithful, you're faithful. says when we call he answers and says he'll show us great and mighty things that we know not of I I remember when I I cried out I said God if you're real (laughs) God if you're real 
Man, when I, that, I'll never forget that day. No preacher laid hands on me. I was not in a church. Presence came on, my, came on me and healed my body. And that's all he's wanting to do is just make himself strong to you. I've never preached a Christmas message like this before. (laughs) It's a celebration of his presence. It's a celebration of his goodness. And it's a celebration of his power. Let him be real to you this holiday season. As we step into 2019, marvels, wonders and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. If you're watching by way of internet, just lift your hands right where you are. Everyone, let's just lift your hands. Stretch your hands actually towards the cameras. You know, we have a church family that joins us week in and week out faithfully. There's no distance in the anointing. There's no distance in prayer. So right now, pray over our church family that watch, watches is watching right now. Pray over them. Pray over them. Lord, I speak life over them. Lord, I declare their room where they're in or the car they may be driving in or the hotel room they might be, be sitting in watching us. Wherever it is, Lord, I, I thank you that the presence of God would fill the room. And they would experience marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. You are faithful. You are faithful. We thank you for it today. We thank you for it today. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Give him a shout of praise that you receive this word today. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. God is good.